Welcome back, folks, to Streamcatchers. Almost forgot our name. I must have welcome back to back. <laughs> like, Hello oh. there. <laughs> oh, let's start this one off hot. Hey, All right, what's folks, going on, everybody? everybody? All right. Good to see uh, you. You too, buddy. You too. Uh, we're back with Bad Batch Episode 6, Decommissioned. Uh, yeah. Getting deeper and deeper into the series. Um, what would you think, Jack? How would you like it? It was a pretty good episode. I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of fun with this one. Um, uh, we were just talking about it before we started uh, recording. Um, this one I did watch twice. Uh, the last one I just did the, the, one, the one watch with the frantic notes. But I decided to give this one another watch because I thought there was a lot of, a lot of cool scenes. A lot of, a lot of joy in this episode. Really, really like this one a lot. How about you? Yeah, I liked it too. I, I, I think another example of liking, not loving it. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know issues with it it was it was a lot of fun to watch i think uh they are definitely starting to develop the characters a little bit more adding characters in as well so um it's yeah it's it's pretty good it's an enjoyable show and this episode itself was uh, was pretty solid so you want to give us a quick recap of of what the episode was about sure um so we start the episode and we're we're back at uh is it ord mantel is that the name of the planet Yes, but they're they're at uh, they're at Sid's. Um, Sid has a new mission for him. Um, we see a little bow training with uh, the the light bow. I don't know what, what it, its actual name is, but uh, yeah. we get to see Echo uh, demonstrating his uh, his teaching prowess. He's yeah. kind of training Omega to to shoot this bow. And uh, the, so anyway, but this this week's mission is is a, a mission to Corellia, which I don't. I, I'm not sure if we've seen Corellia on screen before. Is this the first appearance? No, it was uh, in Clone Wars. The, it was? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to the characters in a second, but um, there was a run-in with ah- Ahsoka was on Corellia after she had left the Jedi Order. Oh, okay, okay. Um, are you talking about... Well, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Okay, so <laughs> so anyway, we our, our mission this week is to recover a um, a droid... Uh, I can't remember the specific name it's of the a droid. Tactical like, droid. So tactical droid. they just have to get the droid to bring it back to to Sid. Uh, they don't really know why they need the droid. Uh, they just know they need to get it for Sid. She'll pay them credits, and they kind of reluctantly accept it. You know, they're still not really sure if they want to be mercenaries, bounty hunters, but um, they take the mission just because they know they're going to get paid pretty well for it. They pop up on this planet. They run into a couple of other characters we have seen in the past that are also trying to get the tactical droid. Uh, long story short, they get what they need to get. Um, and again, we introduce some new characters. So um, again, simple plot, simple straightforward plot. Um, nothing too complicated, but there's a lot that kind of happens in the mix of this. So um, I kind of wanted to start with Echo teaching, Ahso- uh, not Ahsoka, teaching, <laughs> teaching uh, Omega. <laughs> how to use that little laser bow and arrow thing. We got to come okay. up with that thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That was a cool spot because we, we've talked about it. Echo hasn't really done a whole lot. We haven't really seen a lot of interaction with him and Omega outside of maybe they're tagging along on the same same sort of mission. So it was cool to see him take on a, a small mentor role with her and, and show that he's not annoyed by her presence or indifferent about having her there. He actually is taking to her a bit. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like this show has opted to use Hunter as the the paternal character for Omega, and it's it's kind of nice to see another character step up and 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 teach Omega some 
some training, you know, some, some light bow casting. I don't know what to call it either. <laughs> Laser bow. <laughs> Laser bow. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they will name it. I hope so. I hope they give it like a real name, like, like the destroyer. I don't know. <laughs> like, a, like a, like a proper name for just that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> like they name ships. Uh, they haven't named the batch. Yeah. But that's true. That's they true. Ships, they should name her little gimmick thing. Well, I hope Omega gives it a name. If if it does end up with one, I hope that she gets to name it. And the ship, too. I think that Omega should name the ship. She should name the ship? Yeah. The Omega Carrier? I don't know. Uh, these are bad. These are <laughs> 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 <It's> really awful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we are introduced to not two new characters, but new to this, this series, uh, Trace and Rafa Martez. Uh, mm -hmm. We first met I believe Corellia, I think. That's where okay. Osaka was in Clone Wars. We I thought that that was the... I thought that was on um, Coruscant. Maybe it was. Actually, you're probably right. I, I thought that was like... I, I thought they were trying to showcase like a more scummy, you know, lesser side of Coruscant. Because the whole planet's a city and, you know, we've seen, you know, the towers where the Jedi land their ships and they have their meetings and everything, but we haven't seen you know, the lower class part of Coruscant. I thought that that's what it was, but I, I could that's be right. mistaken too. You're right. No, you're right. I'm wrong. That's exactly what it was. I, it's been okay. a while since I've seen that. So my bad. Um, but we, they, they had a run in with Ahsoka and they had a whole team up to sort of story arc early on in season seven of, of Clone Wars. Um, and so this is them popping up. They need to get the same thing that the Bash needs to get. Um, and we see a bit of conflict. And then of course they start working together. Um, yeah, I gotta imagine if droids start shooting at you, you kind of ally with with whoever's not shooting at you. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then you know we see a point where Omega's in trouble, and and I can't remember which one if it was Trace or Rafa. It was Trace. Jumps up to help, and and Hunter is interacting with Rafa, and then they're and they they of course have to work together. And there's the the, the bit of the you know I, why do I have to listen to you? And he's like, we'll figure that this out later. We got to get out of the mess. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it was cool. Yeah, there were a couple parts. That, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just that was all. It was cool to see these characters. Yeah, I like the uh, the the line. Who put you in charge? Which is you know, it's kind of something that we've taken for granted because we we know the Bad Batch. We know you know the kind of command structure. We know that Hunter's in charge of everybody, mm -hmm. and they know. Um, but at this point, you know, I guess she's kind of right. Who who did put him in charge? He doesn't need to be in charge anymore. They're not like a an official team anymore. But at the same time. He has the, uh, you know, he has his instincts. He has his his leadership role already, so he kind of takes charge and and uh, you know leads this mission with a couple extra guests. Well, somebody's got to lead the team. I mean, yeah, you can't just have everybody going in right. different directions, right? Somebody's got to take charge. And if you're already used to it, why would you not? Mm -hmm. Of course, for them, they don't they don't answer to him. They have no ties to him. So I mean, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, but. Uh, for, for at least for for the that team, it makes. I mean, obviously, yeah, it makes sense. Um, we also, as far as roles with this mission, Omega did still get the uh, you know kind of the wait here and you know BRI in the sky type role, but she didn't argue. She kind of liked it, and and uh, I mean, she she spotted the the droid's head and went after it. I mean, she you know just like yeah. with our our previous missions. She's kind of gotten the the weight in the car type role, but then she is she's stepped up and and made an impact on the mission. 
Yeah, she's really starting to to learn her role and accept it. And and we have seen nothing but growth for that character. So it's good that they're at least developing somebody. Um, everybody else, I feel like, has somewhat stayed the same. And we've moments here and there. Um, but th this is a team that was already established. And, and this is a new character in Omega that they're obviously trying to bring into the Star Wars universe. So... Right. Uh, they're doing a really good job, I think, every week of just adding a little bit more to her character. And like you said, yeah, take, and, and she took the initiative, find, chases after the droid, and um, even though she gets into a little bit of trouble, they, they figure out a way to kind of save the day. Yeah, when she's in that melting pot or melting pit or whatever you want to call it, uh, and, and Trace uh, saves her, the only, the only thing that I would have done different with that scene is, is I wish that it would have been Omega's idea to grab the droid leg to reach up to, to Trace. I think that she would, should have been able to show, showcase her, her intuition, uh, which is kind of her, her deal, you know, as far as we know. <laughs> her uh, defect, her, her clone defect. But, um, but instead they had Trace point out the fact that, oh, just grab something. I can grab you if you just reach a little further. Right. Yeah, it, it's it. That's a good point. I think it's still they're still you know hammering the point home that she's still very young, uh, very inexperienced in the universe. I mean, she's going to these places for the first time. She's never experienced a, a lava pit of any sort. Yeah. And and you know, even though she's shown instincts and intuition for other things, that's still sort of developing. So I mean, it, it would have been a nice character moment for her to sort of be like, oh, all right, grab this, boom, pull me up, but. I think it also is a good way to show um, she's still learning. She's not perfect yet. There's a lot of growth yeah. still to happen. I think the best scene of, of her showing growth was when she was uh, using her bow on the, the droids or the, um, not the droids, the, were they worker droids or workers that were working there? I don't know. They're blasting they at her. They were droids, but they weren't like the battle droids or the, the right. what do they call the, the gray looking ones that. Yeah with the masks. Right. I don't know. But yeah, they were droids, but they were the droids that we knew in the Clone Wars or the movies. Right. Corellia droids, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, they had a name for them, but I don't, I think it was something to do with the actual area. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about how you nailed it with Wrecker last week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew that they, they weren't going to do, they weren't going to have his head hurt for no reason. I right. mean, they, they weren't just going to have a throwaway line. <laughs> so he jumps over that pit and hits his head and kind of falls down, gets dazed and, and starts muttering good soldiers, good soldiers. soldiers <laughs> I think that over. these continued um, knocks to his, his dome are, are triggering his inhibitor chip a little yep. bit. That is heavily implied. I think that's the story that they're going to go for. And it makes me wonder sort of what's going to happen with the batch further in the show. I mean, because we've already seen with Crosshair, um, but we have not had another appearance from again, another episode. I know. Of Crosshair. Um, I know. We've, we've seen the, his chip sort of go crazy. And then the Empire, of course, they amplified it so that he is now following their command. And now we're seeing uh, Wrecker hit his head and his chips kicking on and off. I'm wondering if we're going to see the same thing with Tech Echo 100 at all because it's and I wonder if it's going to lead to the demise of one or, or a few of them. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I was trying to think back when uh, for for the clones that aren't uh, that don't obey Order 66, have their inhibitor chips been 
removed or deactivated? I can't remember. Well, so few of the clones didn't um, just acquiesce to Order 66, right? Right. Even, even Rex did. They had to go in and I think either remove the chip or fry it somehow. I, yeah, and I, I'm having a hard time remembering what the process was. Physically. I remember he was on a table and there were other clones trying to break into the room and ah- Ahsoka was helping out and like she got it somehow. Yeah. So the last episode or second to last episode of Clone Wars. Um but there's, I think that because there was another, there was another clone that they actually pulled the chip out of. Was that Echo? That would have been, or was it the Deserter? I think it was. Okay, so the Deserter took his out on his own. I think right. he took his out. Yes. I don't think he deactivated. I think Echo's was deactivated when they put the the robot headpiece thing on. But I don't know if they took it out. I think they just used it. Since it's, I mean, you know, I, I know it's sci-fi, but uh, think of it practically. If there's already something interfacing with his brain, they probably just have to activate, like, or uh, interface with that piece, yeah. with the with the back of the head lobot deal. Sure. I want to say they took the chip out of Rex, from what I remember. Okay. I could be completely wrong again, but... Yeah. Well, it's not really something that, that they could have on screen in a kid's show, right? A little robot piece covered in blood and it, it just wouldn't work. Right. So it, it, if, if we do know if it was deactivated or taken out, they would have said it in the dialogue. They wouldn't have shown it. Sure. And yeah, I think that's why we're... A storyline where, where one or all of the batch, they had their chips sort of mal- malfunction and Omega has to figure out a way to, to get them all back. Maybe we might see a, a fight between Hunter and Omega at one point too would be pretty, yeah, pretty intense. I do think it's time for an Omega solo mission. I think it's time for Omega to, to really save the day. I mean, I guess she kind of saves the day every episode, but I, I would like to see a, something a little more dramatic, something maybe, maybe a two-parter where it ends on a cliffhanger where she's, you know, she, she's got nothing, no resources, nothing to do. The, you know, the day is ruined and now we got to wait a week to see how she saves the day. Right, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, because we've seen, you know, then when they were on that moon and she went in after that dragon and she got the part by herself. That was a, that was a that was a great for her. Obviously, when the the batch was was captured, trying to get Moochie, uh, she pops mm-hmm. up and she releases Moochie. She's had her moments, but yeah, I think a, a a true solo point where she's not she has no help from the batch at all. It's all on her. Um, that would be a pretty cool. That would be a pretty cool moment for her. Or maybe depending on her ability to make friends, right? Like what if, you know, if in this episode, the batch would have been incapacitated somehow and then she has to make friends with Rafa and Trace and, and you know, appeal to their better angels and have them help her save the day. That, that Something like that, I think, would be really cool. Yeah, I agree. I think, and I think we will get to that. I think that there there is going to be a point where she is faced with one, at least one member of the current team uh, that their chip is is full force and, and they're trying to get her or take her back to the Empire. Um, and she's going to have to sort of figure out how to save them or, or save other people. I don't know what it might be, but. Um, well, I think that I think that you're in the right vein and I think that they're kind of setting it up already. I think it will be Wrecker. And I think that, you know, the uh, the way that she gets out gets out of danger is by outsmarting him, right? Because, I mean, it's pretty obvious that she's very intuitive and, and, and Wrecker is a, a brute. He's not an intelligent guy. I think that she will definitely outsmart him. 
Sure, sure. So we'll see what happens with that. I think that, yeah, that's that's a story that's going to continue to, to be told throughout the next couple of weeks, I think. Wrecker and his chip. I'll be really curious to see if that happens to any of the other three. Um, I, want, I, want to, I, I need to see more crosshair. I need to see what's going on with that as well and how that's I agree. Yeah, I, I want to know more about what, what Crosshair's been up to, what kind of evil shenanigans he's been getting up to. Yeah, or just really the, the Empire in general. I mean, we haven't seen any of that at all. They've really focused on on the team itself and Omega. Um, I think it's, it was episode three, I think was the last time we saw uh, Crosshair of the Empires, and now we're yeah. going on seven. So I think it's time that we get something. Yeah, yeah. Um... I agree. I totally agree. And I, I think that uh, I think his next appearance should be a a bad batch versus crosshair appearance. I think that would be really good for the show. A run in of some kind. Yeah. Even if it's a quick yeah. like five minute. Oh, crap. Our, both stories sort of converge and they meet at the same point And yeah, it's a quick getaway, whatever sort of thing. Either crosshair is overmatched or they're overmatched, whatever it might be. But yeah, I want to see some conflict there with that. Yeah. Um, before we get too far away from the subject of inhibitor chips, I want to I want to pose a question for you that I, I don't think that there is an answer to, but uh, maybe maybe you know something I don't. Is is it uh, is it possible for the Empire to broadcast new orders to the inhibitor chips, or were the inhibitor chips did the, did the inhibitor chips have Order sixty six in them from the start? That's a good question. When they, were I think they had Order sixty six from the start. Okay, I think that was just part of the the design of the chip. I don't know for sure um, whether or not could they broadcast new orders. I guess it would. I guess they could just tell them what they want them to do, and in, instead of Order sixty seven or whatever, you know what I mean? Because like, yeah, they're under the control of the Empire, so I don't know if it would necessarily be even relevant to push out order 74 or whatever it would be. Yeah. You know the reason that I ask is because this planet and do this thing. Yeah. The reason that I ask is because, um, you know, there, there were no chips installed after Omega's appearances. So I don't know if they would be able to, like, I don't know if Omega would be on a brainwashed wreckers radar. Do you know what I mean? Okay. That's a good, that's a good point. I mean, again, I think the point of the chip is is that they're under the control of the Empire. Yeah. And so, because like you see with Crosshair, he's not actually or operating under an order. He's just under the rule of the Empire. Yeah. And he's the good soldiers follow orders type thing. So right. if Wrecker's inhibitor chip does malfunction to a point where he's sort of in the same boat as Crosshair and somehow the Empire finds out, they could order him to to grab Omega and he would, he would do it because good soldiers follow orders. Right. But I don't okay. think that there, yeah, the, an order like the Jedi purge, I mean, I don't, I just don't think that's necessary. I don't know. I mean, they probably just needed a thing to say. I don't even know if the point of order 66 was that you have orders one through a hundred. Maybe they do. I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't if they have an order 66, but I don't know. I don't know. It, there, there's a lot of questions with those inhibitor chips that, you know, we may never know. Yeah. We're probably looking way too far into it, to be honest. I think, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it's as simple as the empire has control over these, over these clones and 
hey, we need you to grab this person and bring them back, or hey, we need you to kill this person. They, they just do it. I don't think they need to. Okay. 84 for okay. All right. Take that. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Did you, did, no, I, 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 I don't know. I, I guess uh, I was looking at it in a different way. I was, I was looking at it as a like a, a set number of of programs that they could run, and that Order sixty six was one of them. But I, I think that your your option sounds better, you know. Whereas Order sixty six is almost like a like a Winter Soldier type uh, verbal command, and then that triggers them. You know, the words execute Order sixty six, they hear it. And then they just become immediately compliant. And then if you give the order to kill the Jedi, they have to. So if they would have said, execute order 66, uh, bring Omega in, then they would just do that. I don't know. Right. Because, yeah, that's a, that's actually a really good analogy. Because like Winter Soldier, those words are so arbitrary. Like longing, yeah. freight car, 19th. Like it's so random. That mm-hmm. it, I don't, you know, for whatever reason, those words are the words that needed to be said. I, yeah. I mean, I would like to think that there's X number of, of orders, but maybe they're all arbitrary as well. Maybe order 14 is everybody to the hangar of the Death Star and clean the toilets. Like, yeah, <laughs> who knows? You <laughs> order 31, bake me a meatloaf. I don't know what they are. <laughs> so it's, it's, <laughs> I, I, it is weird that they, that they chose to do that, right? Order 66 and then not give us any other orders. Right, because I I have always kind of wondered like what's Order sixty five? What's Order? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it all kind of beg the question? What's the orders one through sixty five? Yeah, but I guess when you think about like um, like police codes, they have you know whatever. I don't know. I don't you know know any off the top of my head. We got a ten eighty nine in progress. Yeah, and it's like what the fuck is that? You know, or you know. Yeah. So it's it's. <laughs> so I would imagine it's probably the same thing with. Um, with the empire but i would imagine they're more prone to just following whatever order is probably yeah so well um i'm i'm running low on notes uh i i did appreciate the the comedy bit about the being an echo in here uh i think that a lot of a lot of the comedy lines in this show have been kind of uh you know uh, that's kind of clever this one was funny this one got me this that was pretty that was a good clever thing to to put in there that one got a pop out of me. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I, it was because as soon as she said that, is there an echo in here? I was like, is he gonna pop up? And he did. He's like, yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> like, what the hell? my name is Echo. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a great moment. Um, yeah. At the end of the episode, we do get a uh, a mystery person. Um, yes, I I have my guesses, but I'm very interested in in what you have to say about it. Right. So Rafa. So the the episode basically ends. They get the they get um. The, the part that they need or the information that they need. Um, yeah, everybody wins, right? Because he copied the data from the droid's head. And so the Bad Batch is going to get paid for bringing, in, bringing the data to Sid. And Trace and Rafa have their intel for the, uh, for the future rebellion. Right, that was the whole thing. They wanted the part so that they could take the information to their... Uh, uh, don't their say, contact. Their contact. Let's just call them their yeah. contact. Um, so, and, and of course it's to fight the empire and there's a bit of a morality tug there for the batch as, as it's like, we're just here to, to make money and they're, they're trying to do good. And so it was a cool moment for Hunter at the end to say, Hey, listen, we copied the, the information you needed or we're, we're, we are good guys too. 
So yeah. they go off and they're on their ship and they send the information to their contact and we see sort of the hologram of them, but we don't see who they are. Um, and they say that there are some rogue clones. Just thought you might want to know. Um, mm -hmm. I have two guesses on who it could be. My, I, a, a dream guess would be Ahsoka. I think the more practical guess is Rex, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that both might pop up. Right. I, I think that they will, will both be in this show. I think it'd be a shame if they're, they're not showcased in some way. At least Rex, right? I think he yeah. makes the most sense. But then, of yeah. course, he and Ahsoka left together, and they, were, they have that connection, that friendship. So if he's there, it only makes sense for her to be there as well. But it would be silly if Rex wasn't in this at some point. I think Rex is 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 definitely the, the option that I think should be in the show the most, just because he's already been name dropped. He's a clone. Uh, he's he's another clone that did not obey Order sixty six. I think it'd be a shame if he wasn't in the show. Ahsoka, I think, should be in the show simply because she. I, I mean, I, I feel like she's finally stepping into the Star Wars limelight as a whole because she was, you know, she's fresh out of Clone Wars and she was featured in Mandalorian and they've announced her show. I think it's time for her to be in the show as well. Yeah, they're really doing a, a great job of, make, of um, not canonizing her because she's always been canon, but making her more of a, of a household figure in the Star Wars lore. In exactly. The way that Anakin, Luke, Obi-Wan always have in Yoda. She was always just that character from Clone Wars that never got addressed in the movies. And yeah. Then, of course, was popularized in, in Clone Wars. And then season seven comes out and makes her even better. And then, like you said, we get we finally get her in, um, in Mando. Shout out to Rosario Dawson. And mm -hmm. uh, she's going to have her own show. So I, I And she was also, um, she was in Rebels as well. Right. Um, a, a fair amount. So I, I agree. I think having her in this is another step to making her character even more important um, than it already is. And I think I, for me personally, with my Jedi content, I got to have at least one force user. I, I, it's weird if you don't, I think you have to have somebody with a lightsaber. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think maybe that, maybe that's, well, I was going to say maybe that's why he didn't like Rogue One as much, but Vader was in it. And that was one of the most. Just barely ass. though. I mean, I, I say barely, he, it was a very badass scene and it, it did kind of steal the show, but um it is it, Star Wars content does feel a little strange when there's not an appearance from a Jedi, when there's yeah. not some some mysticism of, of an ancient religion or a crazy old wizard or, you know, something like that. Definitely. Like, that's what Star Wars, like, especially for us, because we grew up where they took they took time to actually give us the Jedi in episodes one, two and three. Whereas, you know, the people that came before us, that grew up on the originals. They only had Luke and Obi-Wan and Yoda. Right. So, but right. we, we had we had them and we had Anakin and Mace and all these other guys in the background. Plus, when Clone Wars comes out, we have all the ones in there. So I I I need for me I, it's not it's nice to have uh, a Jedi character. I don't think that um, if we've had one this whole time, I don't think that it would make me appreciate the show that much more. Just because I don't know how much else it would have added um, yeah. to this show. But it, it's it it feels weird when you don't have one. Well, I like the way that, that this show is is um, bringing in characters from other things and having them in one-off episodes, and I think Ahsoka would be perfect for that. Yeah, I think that I, I think that Rex would be perfect for that too. But I do think that it would it would appeal to me a little bit more if he was more of a centralized character, maybe not a main character, but in you know either the last 
you know, a more impactful role in the last few episodes or maybe um, kind of the role that Sid is filling now where they're getting their missions from this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, working backwards uh, to the to the cliffhanger appearance of this this uh, hologram shoulder that we get to see. So uh, I, I did watch the episode twice. The first time that I thought that the obvious choice would be Ahsoka, be because we already know that Trace and Rafa know Ahsoka and you know like Ahsoka would work for Ahsoka uh, in a, a an Empire regime. Uh, but I, I noticed in the um, in the subtitles, when they tell R seven to to show to bring up the hologram, they do say him. So I oh. think that it's a it's a it's a male character. And from what I can see on the uh, the hologram, it looks like Jedi robes. So I'm thinking either Obi wan which I you know I, I'm kind of saying just to tease it. I don't really think that it is the case, but I think it would be cool. Or Mace Windu. He's dead, though. We didn't see him die. We saw him get he thrown out of the window. He had his hand cut off, and he was unlimited powered out of a skyscraper. He's gone. Darth Maul came back with robot legs. <laughs> All right? Like, <laughs> dead is not dead in Star Wars. I, I, Boba Fett's back. Uh, Shand uh, survives being shot with the blaster in her gut. Like, dead is not dead in Star Wars. I think it's Mace Windu. That's a why. I mean, hey, <laughs> I would love to be wrong. Uh, yeah, I I do agree. I didn't know it was a him, but um, the cloak is what threw me off. That's why I didn't really think right. it was correct. Is because yeah. yeah, you do see it's obviously a cloak. Um, I and it's 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 not Caleb Doom because he's too young no. on a role like that, right? And so I almost wish they didn't put him in the beginning because it's like it was a nice little Easter egg, but now you're kind of. Is he coming around? Is he not? It's like, yeah, you know, you it was a good dramatic watch. scene, though. They did good with it, but oh, I, I do want a little bit more now. It was a great scene, yeah, but it's almost like you should have followed up with that if you were going to put him in there. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, they, they had to have somebody for the Order 66, and it was at least a cool little Easter egg for Rebels fans, if that's all right. That is a speaking cool. speaking of rebels, um, I have a little bit of a question for you that might uh, have to do with this scene. When they and I've only seen like the first like I think nine or ten episodes of Fulcrum, so or a Fulcrum of of Rebels. So, but I want to talk about Fulcrum because he slash she has been name dropped. I know that it's Ahsoka. I, I we haven't I haven't seen her yet. But when she's going by Fulcrum, does she go by a he? Does does she mask her her gender? You know, I don't remember. I, I don't can't remember, remember either. A long time since I saw Rebels, and okay. I, just, I do not remember. All right. Well, I'm I'm thinking about getting back on the the wagon with with Rebels, and if I if I do, I'll pay closer attention. You should. Uh, because I, I do think it's a good show. I mean, it's uh, there's points where it's a little slow, but I think it helps that you don't have to wait a week to watch each episode. You can just kind of binge through it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm trying to think now because I want to say yes. I want to say they were a bit more ambiguous with he or she. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to say because I, I I sounded really confident earlier when I said Corellia was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to 
find out. But, you know, it's, it's at least, I like that they have another little bit of a mystery for us to speculate on. Another mm-hmm. cool character to look forward to. Um, that's one thing that I, I have liked is we have gotten some new characters, obviously Omega. Um, even someone like Sid, this mystery person, uh, we're getting some Empire people as well, at least, you know, here and there earlier on. We've had some familiar faces like Saw Gerrera, um, uh, Tarkin. Um, it could be Saw, now that I'm thinking. It could be Saw that they were, that, that could be their awesome. contact, I guess. That was another person I kind of thought at first but forgot about. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't wonder if this is Saw. But the, the clothes went me off. Yeah, I don't know. So and it was and it was also just because it's it's Rafa and Trace and we only know them from Ahsoka, so it's like it makes right. Sense. We'll see. Maybe yeah, it's Loki. And- maybe it's a big tie-in for the. He <laughs> 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 really messed up the multiverse and popped up the Star Wars. Uh, of all the guesses, Loki was not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're getting really excited for Loki. Uh, it's it's going to be our next episode, right? Uh, Loki comes out on Wednesday. Today's uh, Sunday. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I am too. And I, I you know, I um, I've only watched one or two trailers. I try not to watch too many teasers and trailers. And I've actually been staying away from the promotional material as well. I, I watched the newest trailer at work, but I didn't have my uh, I didn't have my AirPods in, so I just read the subtitles. So I didn't really get the full experience, and I don't think I'm going to look into it any more than that. I'm I'm just excited that the show is starting. Same, yeah. I like I like going into stuff only having seen a bit of a of, of the trailer. I don't want too much given away or. or tease because you know you know how things are right like you they show something and then it's not they edit it out it's like wait a minute you know yeah Um, i am i am very much looking forward to it i uh i it's been i guess it's been a little over a month uh since we've had marvel content and uh Mm -hmm. we were so spoiled for so long pandemic threw that off but we're back with more mcu they're saying that it's gonna have some implications even for dr strange's movie that comes out next year too so um, I mean, it, it ought to, right? Time, yeah. time travelers, yeah. Time travel and, and uh, presumably maybe even some multiverse traveling, maybe who knows. So um, it'll be, I think it's gonna be really fun. I'm excited for it. Marvel can do no wrong in my eyes. So, and and yeah. and who doesn't want to watch more Tom Hiddleston? Come on. Exactly. <laughs> so charismatic. Uh, one of the one of the big all time favorites of the MCU for sure. Sure, sure. So we've got that next week. We will come back with an episode seven review of Bad Bash. We're, we're still toying with if we're going to do both in one episode or we're going to split them up, but uh, we'll let you know when we figure it out. And uh, I guess, unless you have anything else, I think that's all I've got for this week. That covered all my notes. Okay, well, appreciate you guys for tuning in. As always, we, uh, you know, check out our uh, social media in the show notes, Instagram, Twitter, we're on all the platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, Google, all of them. So yeah, give us a follow. You can leave us some reviews and all that stuff. It's great. Leave us your thoughts on the episode as well, too. What you thought and who you think our mystery person is going to end up being. Yeah. It's going to be Mace Windu. It's going to be Mace Windu. If it's Mace Windu, I will will Venmo you enough money to get you a pack of Mountain Dew. (laughs) Deal. I will bet you one pack of Mountain Dew on Mace Windu. All right, man. Well, it's been fun. We'll catch you later. All right. Keep on keeping on, folks.